Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to Sportswire Game Time, live right here on Audio Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Big Daddy Cool Vinny Apicella, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. We've got to talk about uh, Royal Rumble 2019. We've got to talk about the big game coming up this weekend, which... I've started to call Voldemort because the NFL treats it like that where nobody can say the name Super Bowl. Well, I just said it. So I've been calling it the uh, I've been calling it the game uh, the the game who shall not be named or whatever I called it on Twitter the other day. Uh, the fact of the matter is I guess they just don't want people making money off the name Super Bowl. But it's like it's weird because you're not allowed to talk about it when it comes to like commercials and stuff, but yet they talk about the World Series or the Stanley Cup or whatever else, or whatever other championship game series there are. But yet the Super Bowl is not one of them. Not allowed to. I think that's ridiculous. So I just say the game that shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> this, pa- but you know what? During halftime of the Super Bowl this year, halftime heat. WWE celebrating 20 years since the original halftime heat, which was an empty arena match between The Rock and Mankind, in which Mankind won his second WWE championship. And uh, this year it's going to be even better. Emanating live from Orlando, Florida, is going to be NXT six-man tag action, where you have Velveteen Dream teaming with Alistair Black, <clears throat> Alistair Black and uh, who's and uh, Ricochet, the, the the NXT North American champion. No, I'm sorry, the former NXT North American champion. That also happened this past weekend. It was NXT Takeover as well, uh, teaming up against the NXT Heavyweight Champion uh, Tommaso Ciampa, the new NXT North American Champion Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole. And like I said, NXT six-man tag action. That's going to be fantastic. That's what I'm going to be watching during halftime this uh, upcoming Sunday. I'm not going to be worried about Maroon 5. And honestly, I don't even think I'll be watching the game that shall not be named either. But you know what? It's going to be all around a great time this weekend because HQ is also doing a halftime game that day uh, during halftime. Uh, I just saw today sponsored by Wendy's where you could win free burgers for life basically winning a heart attack uh, <laughs> along with some money or whatever. So you have your pick of halftime uh, entertainment, shall we say. Uh, we've got a long show for you today. I put a poll up last week. Uh, last week I teased that I was going to do another watch along with the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble from last year, obviously. Uh, because, you know what, I really didn't like it too much, but I figured it was first in history. Maybe I should do that. But I put a poll up. Either the 2018 or the 2000, 2018 Men's or Women's Royal Rumble. And the Men's Royal Rumble actually won. So uh, I will do a watch along of that today. Obviously from a fan's perspective. It's going to be a you know 45 minute to an hour watch along. Um, I don't have a co-host yet. I would love to. But let me, let me kind of give you the rundown of places to... Listen to Sportswire Game Time. As you know, it is uh, everywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. 
obviously up on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us. Also up on CastBox. Uh, we're still waiting on Deezer. Google Podcasts, we're on. We're waiting for iHeart. Uh, we're at, we are on Radio Public. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. And we're on TuneIn. So go ahead and uh, subscribe or download Sportswire Game Time wherever you find your favorite podcast. And, and leave us a f- some feedback. Uh, definitely a five-star rating would be great in helping to attract some sponsorships. Uh, but, you know, that's going on in the future. Again, my name is Big Daddy Cool Vinny Apicella, uh, live from historic New Britain, Connecticut. Well, not live, but here from historic New Britain, Connecticut. Uh, and let's see, what shall we go over this? Also, you know, the, the government has been partially reopened for a few weeks. Um, President Trump and the Democrats have agreed to, to push aside their differences for a little while at least to get the government back open, get some people working and paychecks going out. Democrats have waited far too long and held out far too long and are still willing to hold out on the wall funding, uh, which honestly, if they just put the money in to fund the wall, it would help to alleviate some of the annual funding that, that illegal immigrants cost our country uh, in a lot of different ways. So put the $6 billion aside for the wall, whether it's going to be cement or steel, and get it built, get it up, get the budget together, and let's get this government reopened. I know a lot of people are waiting for their, uh, are going to start waiting for their tax returns. I was talking to my mother earlier today. She said that the IRS has said that this one-month shutdown has set them back a year And if they came public with that, how many people would be out in front of the IRS building picketing because they're not getting their tax refund? Uh, That's BS. The IRS really only works for four months of the year. Well, at least works hard for four months of the year. I highly doubt that one month and the month of December, mid-December to mid-January, is really that big of a deal because, quite honestly, January 31st, today, is the deadline for uh, getting your W-2s. So with that being said, that you know they're really not doing a whole hell of a lot anyways. All right, so that's uh, politics news. So let's uh, kind of get into the nitty-gritty of the show here. NXT TakeOver Phoenix was a fantastic show. Now, I've heard rumors and, and, and rumors through the Gorilla Vine that... Triple H was told to tone down NXT TakeOver so it wouldn't shadow the, the Royal Rumble. Now, <clears throat> I don't know how true that is, but I do know that for the past X number of years, they've been doing the TakeOvers right before the major major pay-per-views for WWE. NXT TakeOver has been fantastic and has really overshadowed the WWE main event. Uh, the WWE you know, pay-per-view showing, with the exception of WrestleMania. The only complaint about WrestleMania is that it's too damn long. A seven or eight hour show, that's including the pre-show, because you gotta think about it. Pre-show goes on from four to six, and then WrestleMania, or four to seven, WrestleMania goes on from seven to midnight. That's eight hours. That's a long-ass show. Royal Rumble itself was long, too. And people were complaining about that because, you know, the event started at 7, pre-show was 5 to 7, and it ended at midnight. That's 7 hours, you know. Uh, fantastic show, though. I will say that. The Royal Rumble delivered. 
and seeing it from uh, Chase Field actually gave it a pretty cool vibe. And I love the new 3D uh, animations that they're putting up now um, for the, I guess, the VR viewers or something. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Um, and I thought the event was absolutely awesome itself. Uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix, though, from the, from the very onset of the weekend, uh, was just out of this world, I will say. Five matches only, um, and that was, and that was that. Um, and highlighted, you know what, and, and a lot of people say that, uh, you shouldn't start off a pay-per-view with a tag match. They did, and it was fantastic. Uh, it was held at the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix, uh, and it was the 23rd um, NXT TakeOver, since they call all their show pay-per-views NXT TakeOver. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, basically, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Aleister Black to retain the NXT Championship. This it was just absolutely fantastic. Um, Ciampa and Black went back and forth, and I'm telling you, when I say that Ciampa and Aleister Black have a definite future on the main roster, but honestly, I don't want—I don't want to see a lot of these guys up on the main roster yet. They, they should make it, but not yet. Not yet. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. Uh, face each other for the NXT Women's Championship and uh, Baszler retained the title. Now, Bianca Belair, she comes to the ring with that, I don't know, six foot long ponytail and she hits people with a ponytail. It actually, it actually, uh, um, it actually drew blood on Shayna Baszler and I'm I'm questioning why that's legal. That should—that's a foreign object. Why is that? Why is she allowed to use her, her, her uh, ponytail? She can have anything in there. That's illegal. She should have been disqualified after that. Uh, all right. Um, this is uh, all right. On the, it looks like uh, there were a couple of dark matches at the beginning of the of the. I'll go through the results right from the very beginning. It looks like there were a couple of dark matches. The Sky Pirates, which are Io Shirai and Kairi Sane, they defeated Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke, four of the MMA, uh, two of the MMA four horsewomen. Uh, match was uh, six point six minutes and forty one seconds. And the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler, defeated the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, in seven minutes and nineteen seconds. Now, getting on to the actual takeover event that we saw on the WWE Network. The War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, defeated the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong for the NXT Tag Team Championship in 16 minutes and 57 seconds. That match as an opener, the War Raiders for big guys can move and they're agile. I look for, they're, they're awesome. As a matter of fact, one of my first independent shows that I had gone to, I, I saw Warbeard Hanson, uh, who's obviously Hanson from War Raiders. Fantastic, you know, move. He's able to move in the ring. He's agile. He could fly around the ring like a cruiserweight, and he's a super heavyweight. So they won the tag titles. Absolutely, congratulations to them. 
Uh, Matt Riddle defeated Cash Zono by submission. I don't know what it is about Matt Riddle that I really don't like. Maybe it's the fact that he wrestles in bare feet. Uh, or, you know, he, he has bare feet. You know, I guess throwback to Superfly Snoko. But in this, this day and age, I'm sorry. I just don't like that. Um, I was hoping Cassius Ono would win, but Riddle took the win for that one. Nine minutes and 20 seconds. Johnny Gargano defeated Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. And in 23 minutes and 36 seconds, that was absolutely awesome match. But if you want to know the reason why people are saying it was toned down to not overshadow the Rumble, watch that match. It, there weren't as many flying high spots as a normal Ricochet match, or normal Gargano match, for that matter. These two put on a wrestling clinic, though, and uh, it will be a definitely a match of the year candidate. Shayna, Baz- Shayna Baszler defeated uh, Bianca Belair by I get what they're calling technical submission um, for the N- to keep the NXT Women's Championship in 15 minutes, 26 seconds. Uh, Shafir and Duke uh, did get involved, uh, but were held at bay by Belair, so look for some kind of a six-woman six tag match to come out, or uh, look for something to come up. I think uh, Belair may get the NXT Women's Championship from Baszler, who is actually the only two-time NXT Women's Champion in uh, history thus far. Uh, look for Belair to win that to, to win the title pretty soon, and Baszler to be going up to the main roster at some point. And then in the uh, main event, Tommaso Ciampa successfully defeated, defended the uh, NXT Championship against Aleister Black in 26 minutes and 30 seconds. Again, a wrestling clinic. Uh, both these guys deserve to be up on the main roster. And uh, it was just absolutely awesome. Okay. Um, so that was the NXT TakeOver event uh, from this past Saturday. And then we move on to Sunday which was the Royal Rumble 2019, okay, it was, uh, a, like I said, a five-hour event, it was held at Chase Field in Phoenix, the uh, attendance was 48,193, which I somehow dispute, because for a sellout Diamondbacks game, they hold 48,900, okay, so how could they only draw 48,200 for wrestling when you put the you know, ring in the middle, and you put the seats around the, the ring, and they actually didn't have a huge Titantron or anything, it was just on one of the uh, dugouts of the teams, you know, whether it would be home or away, probably home, I would think, uh, but, you know, it was a good setup, and I, I don't know, understand how they come, came up with that number, um, but whatever, <clears throat> okay, the reason, before I get to the uh, tag team, uh, before, before I get to the actual uh, results of that, okay. Sorry, I need to uh, get a swig of water to get my throat wet. Uh, but the reason why I said that I want to see, I don't want to see these guys, you know, uh, up on the main roster as of yet, because the main roster is just too packed right now. Um,. You know, because you got guys going up from NXT, like the Ascension, that they're misused. Tyler Breeze, and he's misused. Uh, so many guys go up there, make a big splash, and then after two months, they're, where are they? Mojo Rawley, where is he? He wasn't in the Rumble. You know, Zack Ryder, where's he been? You know what I mean? So, you know, even 
you know, they just don't have the room, which kind of begs the, which kind of uh, makes the argument for the territory era, kind of, uh, which is how it was better, because for those guys that, you know, there's no room on the roster for, that they're just not, you know, they're not being utilized, they can go elsewhere, make a paycheck, and be able to, you know, make a living, like I said, for, for you know, to support their family, you know, and, and then come back for a few months, be fresh, you know, after a few months of being on another, on another show in another territory, you know, and, and then, you know, the guys that are there for a year go elsewhere, to, you know, and you rotate. <clears throat> it's called talent exchange. That's the way it should be. Unfortunately, it's not that way. It just isn't. Okay. Excuse me. All right. Um, pre-show matches. Pre-show matches. Bobby Roode and Chad Cable defeated Scott Dawson and Razor with Drake Maverick. Now, this was an odd match. Um, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are obviously the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, which Bobby Roode being on the pre-show, just, again, Bobby Roode, former NXT Champion, former Impact Champion, you know, you, you former World Champion in another organization, and he's on the pre-show. Um, but, you know, it, it, again, it's just not enough room on the main roster. Um, honestly, he should have had a run at the Royal Rumble. I would have loved to see Bobby Roode run the Rumble and get into that main event picture. Um, Alright, so Roode and Gable defeated Dawson and Rezar. If Dawson and Rezar had won, both the Revival and AOP would have received a Raw Tag Team Championship opportunity, uh, but they lost. And the reason for that match is, I, I think, because Akum, because I tweeted out, you know, why don't they just make it a triple threat match? Um, but I guess Akum was injured. And that's why. And that was a six-minute, a 55-second match. <clears throat> uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev to win the United States Championship in 10 minutes and 15 seconds. I don't like Nakamura. As a matter of fact, I'm very happy that SmackDown happened this past Tuesday, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Well, R-Truth won the United States title from uh, Nakamura on Tuesday. And then again successfully retained it against Rusev the same night. <laughs> um, so he's your new United States champion. So Nakamura only had it for two days. Um, which is good, because I don't like Nakamura. Um, Buddy Murphy defeated uh, Akira Tozawa, Hideo Tommy, and Kalisto in a fatal four-way match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship in 12 minutes, 15, 12 minutes and 5 seconds. Um... That was a really good match, and it really brought some highlights to the Cruiserweight division. 205 Live is suffering. They're putting Aiden English on commentary for 205 Live up until WrestleMania, uh, probably to help drum up some support for the show, but unfortunately, it's just not popular, as far as I know. I mean, it's not popular with me. I don't watch it. But I don't even know what the ratings for it are on the WWE Network. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to fare, or, uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's still there. But with Mustafa Ali going to SmackDown, you know, Leo Rush is on Raw, you know, the Lucha House Party, which, Kalisto came out with a freaking uh, pinata. 
I'm like, okay, this is WCW now. I could just hear Ed Ferrara's Oklahoma. Pinata! Pinata! You know? Um, <clears throat> Hoovy! Pinata! <laughs> um, I'm like, you know, a Mexican coming out with a pinata. Is this WCW or what? That's pure WCW. Ventruso must have been booking that. Hideo Tommy, also known as Kenta, apparently uh, got his release, asked for and received his release from WWE. And probably because they weren't using him correctly. Again, you know, there, he, he was former NXT champion. He was hurt for a while. You know, came back, went to the main roster for a cup of coffee, um, but got put on 205 Live, and that's where his career kind of died. That's it. You know, he's underutilized, not used correctly. And that's so... Was so that's so lucky for Finn Balor that he didn't have the same fate being 195 pounds. He could have so gone to 205 Live, um, but I guess he's got a bigger name value than uh, uh, Hideo Tommy. But he did get his release. So um, they've also put out that uh, at the end of April, when his contract is up, Dean Ambrose will not be resigning with the company. Um, I don't know if that's a work or not. Because normally WWE doesn't uh, announce before their, you know, before their talent's contracts are up. You know, like, they'll they'll, they'll wait until it, it expires and say, we wish, you know, we wish Dean Ambrose well in his future endeavors. They've never actually come out three months early to say, you know, when his contract is up, he's not, re, you know, re-signing with WWE. So, I'm wondering... I'm wondering, maybe it's a CM Punk situation. Anywho. Okay, moving on to the actual Royal Rumble event pay-per-view matches. Uh, first match, Asuka defeated Becky Lynch by submission to retain the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. 17 minutes and 10 seconds. Great match. The The women's matches far blow out the men's matches all, 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 all days, any day. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. I'm proud of those girls. I just think that it would have helped Becky Lynch's character a little more if she passed out. You know, kind of a la Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. If she passed out and tapped out. That would have kind of made her a little stronger, you know what I mean? Um, instead of tapping onto the Asuka lock. Uh, The Miz and Shane McMahon defeated The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, to win the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions Championship in 30 minutes 20 seconds, I like this match. I like the Miz. I want to see where this. Excuse me. I want to see where this story story is going with uh, Shane and the Miz. Obviously, I think it's going to culminate in a match between them at WrestleMania, but that remains to be seen. So we'll see. Uh, match number six: Ronda Rousey defeated Sasha Banks by pinfall. Um, using a, the Piper's Pit move uh, for the WWE Raw Women's Championship in 13 minutes and 55 seconds. Again, fantastic match. Um, definitely teased a little bit of the Four Horsewomen feud at the end where Sasha came out and put up the four. Um, but either way, it was an absolutely fantastic match. And I do not like all the Ronda Rousey haters out there. Yes, she's gotten the women's championship in her first year. Yes, she's gotten so much, you know, push. she's gotten a huge ass push. She's earned it. Every match that she's had, she's gotten better at. She needs help on the mic, which I think is why she needs Heyman. But that's beside the point. 
Um, but Ronda Rousey is getting better with every match. And even last year's WrestleMania match with Kurt Angle, her, her debut match was awesome. Ronda Rousey is just fantastic. And she wrestles at the house shows. She wrestles on Raw. Just absolutely phenomenal. I can't say enough about Rousey. And Sasha Banks is just fantastic as well. Uh, she's at the top of her game. Both women went at it. Uh, and, and you notice Ronda did not get Sasha to tap. That's a big thing. Okay. <clears throat> now, in the 30-woman Royal Rumble match, for the uh, women's championship to win the women's championship match at WrestleMania 35, uh, Becky Lynch won. <laughs> Here, <clears throat> and I'll tell you how we got there. Okay, so uh, numbers one and two were Lacey Evans and uh, Natalia. Um, number three was Mandy Rose. Uh, Lacey Evans was eliminated by Charlotte Flair after 29 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, just a great uh, a great showing for Lacey Evans who is obviously still a free agent we don't know if she's going to be on Raw or Smackdown I have a feeling she's going to be on Raw though uh, Natalia lasted 59, 56 minutes and 1 second eliminated by Nia Jax number 3 Mandy Rose who was eliminated by Naomi after 25 minutes and 50 seconds good showing for Mandy this year God's greatest creation she is so gorgeous isn't she um Number four, Liv Morgan. She was uh, she was eliminated by Natalia after eight seconds. Number five was Mickey James, eliminated by Tamita after eleven minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Uh, Ember Moon was number six, eliminated by Alexa Bliss after fifty-two minutes and twenty-three seconds. Uh, great showing for Ember Moon too. Um, Number seven was Billy Kay, who was eliminated by Lacey Evans at eight minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Uh, Nikki Cross, still a free agent, although I believe she's going to be on Raw as well. Um, she was eliminated by the Iconics after nine minutes. Uh, Peyton Royce was eliminated by Lacey Evans after eight minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Uh, Tamina was next out. Uh, she was eliminated by Charlotte at 8 minutes and 22 seconds. Uh, Zia Lee from NXT was the next, was a big surprise. She came out 4 minutes and 48 seconds, and she was eliminated by Charlotte. Number 12 is Sarah Logan. She was eliminated by Natalia and Kyrie Sane after 5 minutes and 38 seconds. Next out was Charlotte Flair, who was eliminated by Becky Lynch after 50 minutes and 1 second. Uh, Kyrie Sane was the next surprise from NXT, eliminated by Ruby Riot after 17 minutes. Uh, Maria Kanellis, uh, part of 205 Live, I guess, uh, eliminated by Alicia Fox after 8 minutes and 12 seconds. They had a kind of a pretty funny exchange between the crazy as a fox, Alicia, Fo Alicia Fox, bringing the quote-unquote divas back to the Rumble, as somebody pointed out on Twitter. I wanted to slap them. Um, number 16 was Naomi. She was eliminated by Mandy Rose after 1 minute and 28 seconds. They eliminated each other, actually. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Mandy Rose was already eliminated by the time uh, she took Naomi out. Who Naomi has become the Kofi Kingston of the women. Uh, she, she did pretty well. She jumped from the bar barricade to the stairs. And that's where Mandy Rose tripped her out. Or tripped her off and got her to hit, you know, the floor. 
Number 17, Candice LeRae from NXT, eliminated by Ruby Wright after 9 minutes and 35 seconds. And a great showing for the NXT rookie. Uh, Alicia Fox was next out. Um, she was eliminated by Ruby Wright after 6 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, number 19, Casey Catanzaro uh, from NXT. She was eliminated by Rhea Ripley after 10 minutes and 45 seconds. And she was a surprise, you know. Uh, I didn't even know about her. Um, she was uh, part of the American Ninja Warrior, the only woman, I think, to what I heard, the only woman to to uh, beat the the elimination course. Uh, number 20 is Zelina Vega, eliminated by Rhea Ripley after 11 minutes and 42 seconds. Number 21, Ruby Riot, eliminated by Bailey after 13 minutes and 8 seconds. Uh, Dana Brooke, eliminated by Rhea Ripley after 7 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, Io Shirai, as at number 23, eliminated by Nia Jax after 13 minutes and 21 seconds. And then Rhea Ripley came in for the only NXT UK representative in the match. Um, she was eliminated by Bailey after 7 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, number 25, Sonya Deville, was eliminated by Alexa Bliss at 4 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, number 26 was Alexa Bliss, eliminated by Bailey and Carmella at 12 minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, Bailey uh, was out number uh, number 27, eliminated by Charlotte and Nia Jax at 14 minutes and 27 seconds. 28, number 28 was supposed to be Lana. Lana came out limping to the ring, just couldn't uh, couldn't make it to the ring, and then uh, so. Eventually, she was over to the side. She couldn't make it. All the uh, all the uh, trainers came out. Fifth Finley came out, who's known as the producer of the women. Uh, and Becky Lynch came out and said, "You know what? If she can't make it. I'll go in there and take it." He was originally originally a little apprehensive, uh, but he let her. He allowed her to take Lana's spot. So Becky Lynch came in at number twenty-eight. She was the eventual winner after being in there for thirteen minutes and twenty seconds. Uh, number 29 was Nia Jax, uh, eliminated by Becky Lynch after 11 minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, and Carmella, number 30, after winning the Mixed Match Challenge with R-Truth, she got, they each got number 30 in their respective Rumbles. And uh, she was eliminated by Charlotte, Charlotte Flair after 7 minutes and 12 seconds. Um, <clears throat> so, that was it. <laughs> Uh, and Becky Lynch is your winner. And going on to WrestleMania Two-Face, Ronda Rousey. Okay. Um, where were we? Okay, so Becky Lynch won that. Uh, number eight, eighth match. Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles. Um, singles match for the WWE Championship after 24 minutes and, 20, and 35 seconds. By the way, the Women's Royal Rumble took one hour, 12 minutes, even. <laughs> uh, 24 minutes, 35 for the uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Um, and Rowan from the, well, I guess now defunct, um, <laughs> I want to say Basham Brothers, but it's not the Basham Brothers, so the, the, the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, he came out and has apparently reformed his image again, and now he's with the new Daniel Bryan. Big deal. Um, ninth match, the 
Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman defeated Finn Balor by submission with the Kimura Lock uh, in 8 minutes and 40 seconds for the WWE Universal Championship to retain it. I, Finn had a great showing. He uh, definitely got Brock hurt. You know, he ran him into the corner of the announce table twice, and then he took advantage of that abdominal injury and gave him the coup de grace. I thought, I honestly thought that Finn was going to win. Um, <laughs> there again, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. Finn Balor, I honestly thought was going to win, but he did not. Uh, but I think there's going to be a rematch at some point. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> if Brock decides to wrestle again. <laughs> before WrestleMania. And then the last match after uh, 30 man, 30 man a 30-man Royal Rumble match for the World Championship opportunity of WrestleMania 35. 57 minutes and 35 seconds. Seth Rollins uh, is your Royal Rumble winner. Let me get down to the men's Royal Rumble. Here we go. <clears throat> this had a couple of big uh, surprises in it. Uh, entry number one was Elias, who started out with a song. <laughs> and then out comes WWE Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett, which I thought it could have been the Honky Tonk Man, either, you know, either Honky Tonk or Jeff Jarrett, uh, came out and hit, got hit over the guitar with Elias. Uh, hit over Elias' guitar. He was eliminated by Elias after a minute 20 seconds. Uh, number three was Shinsuke Nakamura, who was eliminated eventually by Mustafa Ali at 17 minutes and 46 seconds. Uh, number four was Hall of Famer Kurt Angle, uh, who was eliminated by Shinsuke Nakamura after three minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, number five was Big E from SmackDown, eliminated by Samoa Joe at six minutes and one second. Number six was Johnny Gargano, your NXT North American champion. He was eliminated by Dean Ambrose at 13 minutes and 50 seconds. Number seven was Jinder Mahal uh, from Raw. He was eliminated by Johnny Gargano after 30 seconds. Number eight was Samoa Joe, who was eliminated by Mustafa Ali at 23 minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, number nine was Kurt Hawkins, who was eliminated by Samoa Joe after four minutes and nine seconds. Uh, number ten was Seth Rollins from Raw. He was your eventual winner uh, after staying in there for 43 minutes and 26, 26 seconds. Um, next up was Titus O'Neil, who <laughs> you know, if you watch the greatest Royal Rumble and you saw Titus O'Neil slide under the ring because he tripped, he actually came out, he actually went under the ring to get uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins who would hit under the ring. So he sent Hawkins in and then got in himself, and then was clotheslined out after five seconds. <laughs> and uh, so Hawkins eliminated him after five seconds. Number 12 was Kofi Kingston from SmackDown, eliminated by Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre after eight minutes and 53 seconds. And again, Kofi Kingston uh, delivered <laughs> with his amazing performance. He ended up getting caught by Xavier Woods, who was coming in upside down, so his feet wouldn't touch. But then he got knocked out, knocked out by Drew McIntyre. That was funny. Uh, number thirteen, Mustafa Ali was eliminated by. <laughs> well, here's a spoiler: Nia Jax after thirty minutes 
Yes, I said Nia Jax. You'll hear in a while. If you didn't see the Rumble, you'll 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 hear what I have to tell you. Um, Dean Ambrose was next up, eliminated by Alistair Black at 12 minutes and 42 seconds. No Way Jose, eliminated by Samoa Joe after two seconds. That was just a joke. He came in with the conga line, got knocked out, went out with the conga line, and then got hit by Drew McIntyre on the way in. <laughs> Number 16, Drew McIntyre, eliminated by Dolph Ziggler after 20 minutes and 6 seconds. Uh, Xavier Woods from SmackDown, uh, eliminated by Drew McIntyre after 3 minutes. Uh, number 18, Pete Dunne from NXT UK. Uh, eliminated by Drew McIntyre after 11 minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, good showing for, for Pete Dunne. Uh, number 19 was Andrade. Uh, which they're calling him only Andrade now instead of Andrade Cianamas. I don't know why. But Andrade from SmackDown. Eliminated by Braun Strowman after 22 minutes and 31 seconds. Uh, number 20 was Apollo Crews, who was my pick to win it. Well, I wanted to see win it. Uh, eliminated by Baron Corbin after five minutes and forty yeah five minutes and forty seven seconds. Uh, number twenty one was Alistair Black from NXT. Uh, eliminated by Baron Corbin after six minutes and nine seconds. Twenty two was Shelton Benjamin who was eliminated by Braun Strowman after nine minutes and twenty one seconds. Number twenty three was Baron Corbin eliminated by Braun Strowman after seven minutes and nineteen seconds. Jeff Hardy was next, eliminated by Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre at 7 minutes and 55 seconds. Number 25 was Rey Mysterio, eliminated by Randy Orton at 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Number 26 was Bobby Lashley with that idiot Leo Rush. Uh, he was eliminated by Seth Rollins after 13 seconds, um, but then he took it out of Seth Rollins by putting him through a table. Um, number 27 was Braun Strowman, eliminated by Seth Rollins after 14 minutes and 37 seconds. Dolph Ziggler was uh, number 28. He was uh, eliminated by Braun Strowman after 11 minutes, 34 seconds. Number 29 was Randy Orton, who was eliminated by Andrade after 6 minutes. And then last but not least, number 30 was supposed to be R-Truth. But it, while our truth is in the middle of coming down the aisle, he got attacked by Nia Jax, and Nia Jax took the spot for number 30, and she was eliminated by Rey Mysterio after 3 minutes 11 seconds. She becomes the first woman in history to compete in both the men's and the women's Royal Rumble in the same night, and have an elimination in both the men's and the women's Royal Rumble. Um... So, yeah. Beth Phoenix became the first woman to appear in the Men's and Women's Royal Rumble in different years when she was in the Women's Rumble last year. She was on commentary this year. Uh, and she had gone to the Men's Rumble quite a few years ago. Um, but, yeah. So that's the uh, Royal Rumble event. And you know what? We're at 40 minutes already. I don't know if you're going to want to listen to another hour of, of me talking and going over the Royal Rumble from last year, especially when I just went over the Royal Rumble from this year uh, and went over both men and the women's. So, I'm going to have to say, you know what, we'll do the Royal Rumble watch-along next week because I'm going to kind of spare you guys the uh, (laughs) 
spare you guys the horror of listening to me for that long. <laughs> but I do like that you guys do listen, and I appreciate it. Um, but anyways, um, I want to thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, so I want I want some feedback. Definitely send me some feedback. Uh, Sportswire, B-L-E-S-N at gmail.com. Send questions, comments, you know, ideas, whatever you want to that email address. Also, you can go ahead and tweet me at BigDaddyCoolVA on Twitter. Um, and uh, definitely, you know, give me some feedback. Definitely subscribe to the podcast and go ahead and uh, just, you know, show me that, you know, send some feedback, five-star ratings, whatever you want, you know, just to show that you're listening. Um, and I want to thank you all for listening because it's always nice to have listeners. And uh, just definitely share and share like, let people know that, um, let people know that you're listening and that this show is out there because we want to grow it. Um, <clears throat> let's see, anything else to really go over this week? Um, again, the Super Bowl coming up with the New England Patriots and the L.A. Rams. I look for the Patriots to choke, uh, as normal. But again, I'm not going to be watching it. And, um, I guess that's about it. Um, you know, with AEW coming up, I want to see... I don't know. I kind of want to see AEW as its own entity, which it will be. I'm not saying it's not going to be. But I want to see it as almost like getting these these smaller groups together, like the NWA used to do. Like Ring of Honor has done. Um, and the NWA, I guess, is still doing. Um, but, you know, because New Japan and, and, and Ring of Honor are working together, obviously. Um, but I want to see AEW work with... I want to see WWE actually work with other groups. I'm not just talking about the indie groups like Evolve and Progress and Dragon's Gate or whatever. Um, you know, I want to see WWE work with other companies and do a talent trade. You know, um, that the time of the worldwide expansion is over. They've already hit that point. Um, you know, with the with the WWE, that worldwide expansion is already there. Okay, now it's time to not lock people under that kind of contract um, and and share talent exchange. And I think Triple H kind of has that vision, which is why maybe Vince is kind of staying on longer than he should. Is that he doesn't just he doesn't see that vision, but Triple H does. Um, yeah. So we'll see, but. Again, thank you for listening. Download our podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Again, my name is uh, Big Daddy Cool Vinny Episode. This is Sportswire Game Time. And uh, next week we'll do the watch along and guarantee it for the Men's Royal Rumble of last year, uh, 2018. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Enjoy the Super Bowl if that's your, um, you know, enjoy the Super Bowl if that is your um, cup of tea, um, because, well, that's just, you know, what you might enjoy to watch, it's not my cup of tea, so, 
Uh, again, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week.